Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. As gun crime causes national debate in Canada, in Chicago last weekend, 74 people were wounded by gunfire in two days, and the residents are furious. Pastor Gregory Livingston is a leading activist who wants to see the mayor removed. I spoke with him. We've talked on a number of occasions about what has gone on in uh, in what really is a great city in the United States. The gun crimes are taking part in a specific part of the city, as I understand it, and the Chicago Tribune reported that 11 people were killed and 63 were wounded in a spate of gun violence between Friday afternoon and Monday morning. Now, that's last weekend. I had thought it was just woundings, but then I saw the story just a couple of minutes ago that 11 people were killed, and most of the shootings, the story goes on, say, say happened to the city's south and west side, with the victims ranging in age from 11 to 62. At least four people were shot in six separate incidents early Sunday, according to the Tribune. Another shooting early Monday wounded eight people, including two teenagers. I mean, this is awful. At a press conference on Sunday morning, Chicago Police Chief of Patrol Fred Waller said the spike in violence could be attributed in part to gang members shooting into crowds. They take advantage of that opportunity and they shoot into a crowd, no matter who they hit. Then I see the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, in in a uh, quasi-news conference, doing anything but accepting blame. I mean, if this is happening in your city, then you have to go because you've lost control. And I know that's the position of Pastor Gregory Livingston, Gregory Livingston, who joins us from Chicago, who's very active on this issue and wants to see the mayor disappear and see the uh, the the chief of police in Chicago disappear as well. Um, Pastor Livingston, thank you very much for taking the time. Hey, thank you all so much for having us on your great show. Uh, glad to be here. Does what I does what I described and read from the newspaper in the last minute or so, does that even begin to describe what's going on in your city? Well, there were 19 people shot Friday night. Uh, right now, it's up to about 12 wounded uh, since uh, daybreak. So, uh, sadly, tragically, you know, the numbers keep climbing. And, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, and I, but but what you're saying is really spot on in terms of <clears throat> the violence and the corruption that breeds that violence in terms of the administration. You know, we're not saying that Rahm Emanuel or Eddie Johnson corruption in Chicago that breeds the violence. What we're saying is they can't be allowed to perpetuate it. The, uh, I mean, the numbers cannot be allowed to continue. Donald Trump has tweeted that he'll bring in the, quote, feds if it continues this way. And it just doesn't seem that under the Rahm Emanuel uh, stewardship of the city of Chicago, things are getting any better. And if you have gangbangers shooting into crowds of people, regardless of who they hit, I mean, what's, what's, what's behind that? 
Well, you know, I, I, I hope the president does bring in uh, the National Guard so we can get a breather and figure some of this out. Because just, you know, last week after this uh, violent weekend with 74 wounded, 12 uh, killed, uh, and, and the mayor and the superintendent had a press conference where they basically admitted this was out of control, they didn't know what to do, and they can't handle it. And we cannot deal with that level of incompetence because people are literally dying. And one of the key things here, too, Roy, is that there's a reason gangs exist in, in any society, any culture. And one of the reasons they exist, again, not to condone crime at all, but one of the reasons they exist is that Chicago has been intentionally segregated. And so, Dr. King, you know, we did our march on uh, Wrigley Field and Lakeshore Drive shut down on August 2nd. But I picked that date on purpose, Roy, because August 5th was the 52nd anniversary of Martin King's Martin Luther King's uh, uh, march on Marquette Park in Chicago, uh, where he was hitting the head with a brick. It was it was violent. It was hostile. You know, it was it was the, the white neighborhood at that time that was really hostile. And but he was marching through there because of restrictive covenants. And if some of your listeners are not familiar with that term, it's where white homeowners would sign a covenant that they would not sell their homes to a black person at that time. You know, so they were marching against that because, again, it's intentional segregation. So the gangs come about because, you know, people, human beings are human beings, whether you're educated, rich, poor, red, yellow, black, black, white, brown. But when you don't have access to resources and assets, what you tend to do is to form alternative or illegitimate economies. And so, you know, you can't access the legitimate economy. So then, and, and the, the currency of these illegitimate alternative economies is violence. And one of the tools they use are guns. And guns are very easily available to, particularly to uh, the gang members. Well, pretty much easily available to anyone. And uh, how, prevalent are, how prevalent are guns, guns among gang members in Chicago? Well, you know, I, I'm a Second Amendment guy. You know, I understand why... Uh, we have the Second Amendment because the British wanted to come over and run the colonies and do what they wanted to do. So, you know, we had to arm ourselves, right? But the thing is, is that, you know, nobody on the south and west side makes guns. You know, we don't have gun manufacturing plants. I can I give you a quick example? Uh, a few years ago, myself and Reverend Jesse Jackson, we went out to a, uh, a, a military arms, that, you know, it had assault weapons and all that stuff, uh, uh, manufacturer in South Barrington. South Barrington is a very wealthy suburb of uh, Chicago. So we get out there with a couple of busloads of people because we were concerned about, you know, these guns working their way into the neighborhood. You know, assault weapons. These aren't hunting guns. These are, you know, human killers. They're for the military. And so we get out there. Just to give you an example, Roy, and we, we get out there, and the whole factory, they had, they had surrounded it with horse manure. So we couldn't even get close to the door. And the Lake County Sheriff was so embarrassed he went and immediately got his people to bring a whole lot of hay in to cover up the horse manure. And there were people up on the roof, you know, at a, at a, uh, a military arms factory, you know, and we didn't know what, if they were armed or not. But for whatever it was, there, there, there was a, a real disconnect in terms of why we were there and, and what we were asking of them. We weren't asking them not to manufacture weapons, but just to really to tighten up in and, and, and ways in terms of tracking how these weapons go out. And we get it that gun shows, you don't have to do this, that, and the other, but still we felt we could find some common ground to, to make a difference. Yeah. Visit Apple Podcasts or Google Play now and sign up for the Roy Green Show podcast 100% free. 100% Roy. The numbers out of Chicago are just, I, the word is terrifying. 
The word is terrifying. The violence in Chicago. And we've seen a rise in in gang violence, of course, in this country. And there's a lot, lot said about it. The gun laws are very different in the United States to Canada. But the discussion is always about firearms in, uh, in Canada. We're talking to Pastor Gregory Livingston from Chicago, who's very active on the front and trying to get things changed in, in his city and, and, and looking specifically at the leadership of the city in the form of the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Is the, uh, Pastor Livingston, is the debate, is the issue not firearms in the United States as much as it is the gangs and the fact that they are out of control? Where, where's the focus now? Well, you know, like Martin King said years ago, Chicago, after all this stuff through the South, you know, in terms of the Southern racism, so Chicago is the most segregated city he's ever been in. And Chicago is still incredibly segregated. And, you know, the segregation does a couple of things, insulation and desperation. It insulates those who have the resources and assets, and it makes more desperate those who don't. And so we're, we're trying to intentionally desegregate Chicago, but in doing that, that is that is not an easy task because you know there are, you know can i just say this i love the quote that absolute power does not absolute corruptly it is the fear of losing power that corrupts absolutely and so by individuals having to share to desegregate there's a fear of losing power not realizing that by having a healthy city where everyone is able to uh, uh ebb and flow creates a greater city a greater economy so you know we really have to rid ourselves of that uh, segregation sickness, that disease. Uh, who wants to live in a city where you don't know from weekend to weekend, quite literally, depending where you are in the city, but that's no guarantee, uh, whether you're going to be caught up in the gun violence? You don't know? Well, yeah, I mean, people were literally lying in bed and, and bullets would hit them in bed, uh, sitting in their living rooms, bullet would come through the window. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, it's wild. We don't condone those who are doing it. And, but we are saying that that corruption tends to breed the violence. And, uh, you know, there was a time when you said you were from Chicago and people would go Al Capone, you know, rat, tat, 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 right? But right. again, that was because of the prohibition of alcohol. And so then it created a whole other industry, right? That whole gangster crime industry. Same thing now in the 21st century in Chicago is that the, the prohibition of assets and resources, again, creates those alternative economies. You start, you know, equitably distributing those resources, and just like with the uh, lift of prohibition, you will see the gang crime begin to uh, uh, go down. It'll begin to go down. Right. Now, the, the actions that have been taken by uh, activist protests, and you're very active on that front, have included the uh, closing down, if I understand correctly, of Lakeshore Drive during rush hour, or effectively closing it down, and is there now also, are you looking at O'Hare Airport or, or other specific um, areas where protests would in fact shut down the operations of a, of, a, of, a, of a road or a facility to get the attention of City Hall and to, and to, and to make your case and make your point? Well, we had to uh, leave the uh, uh, challenged and disadvantaged neighborhoods and go to much more affluent areas with uh, healthy commerce. So we shut down Lakeshore Drive. We marched to Wrigley Field, you know, our beloved Cubs. I'm a Cubs fan, you know. But we did it during rush hour during the week, you know, on a weekday, of course, at the start of Lollapalooza. So there was a lot going on, but we needed to have maximum uh, uh, disruption in order to reach out and make a, 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 get the attention of those who the mayor listens to. So, and it was important to me that on the next day, they knew we were just celebrating 
you know, a, a pirate victory or something like that. So, so we, we wanted to start, we have a series of events planned, Roy. So one of the things that we understand is to, uh, we have to hit commerce. And so one of the things we're talking about doing, and we may hear more about that this week, is uh, stopping the, the traffic flow that goes in and out of O'Hare Field, O'Hare International Airport, because that will affect commerce, and there will be a lot of voices raised. Most of the people that march with us, many of them have never, ever flown in their entire lives. And again, we're not begrudging anyone. I love flying. I've flown all around the world. But what, what it's trying to make the point there are two cities in Chicago, and we must end the tale of two cities. In any city where there's a great deal of violence, it's a tale of two cities, always. It's a very disturbing reality, and uh, you're right. People should be able to live without that and, uh, and, and not, not be afraid of each other and not be afraid of the yeah. gangs and, 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 live, and live, live peacefully and comfortably. We all, we all espouse that, and we all hope for that. Um, Pastor yeah. Livingston, thank you so much for taking the time to, uh, to talk to us today. Thank you. Well, Roy, you're the bomb, man, I, and I love to come back, man. I like you. You're all right. Dude. I will ask you back for sure. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks. Take good care. Thank you, Pastor Gregory Livingston of Chicago.